This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. And from the Midwest Film Nerds, we have Alex. What's up? And Gojo. As always, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, or even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. Today, I have a few small things I want to talk about, but then we're going to jump into the Ruthless Gore Fest that is known as Bloodborne. So before we do that, Brian, what have you been playing Bloodborne. <laughs> and? Um, nothing I want to talk about, really. Yeah. <laughs> just just Bloodborne. We'll just leave it at that. No, that's cool. Okay. Alex, what about you? I uh, downloaded Axiom Verge, which was uh, it's a PS4 exclusive at the moment. And uh, it, was, uh, it was on sale for the PlayStation Spring Fever sale. It's like a 12-week sale that has a new game coming out every week. New games that most of us have already played, like Bastion. <laughs> Well, yeah, ba- Bastion's Bastion's and, and well, Metal Slug. I think Bastion should be. Isn't it a free PS Plus? No, maybe not. No, it's like thirteen bucks. I'm sure it'll be next month. Transistor was. Transistor was. Yeah, yeah but I'm. I, we'll get Bastion for free again at some point. But um, Axiom Verge is is a game that's been in the works for five years. Uh, one programmer's been programming it. It is basically a Metroid style game. Um, so far, and that's the thing is that I've only played a little bit of it, so I know that there are a lot of people out there saying that it gets to a point where you really start to see where it diverges from being a Metroid game and stops being a Metroid game. And um, I'm interested to go there. It's hard. It's harder than like a normal Metroid game. Just in terms of like you have, you get a lot of different weapons right up front that do different kinds of things. There's like a short burst close range, and then there's one that shoots a projectile, and if you hit the the shoot button again, then it explodes into little pieces. There's a lot of really inventive mm. things, and um, it just it seems a lot harder. Like there are some enemies that just run at you, and you can't just like spam the button. Sometimes you just have to. Keep so going, but. so you're given like different weapons and things right off the bat, and the game's still hard. Or? Not not off the bat, but but it's kind of like very quickly. I'm only like maybe an hour and a half in, and I've gotten four weapons okay and they're, they're just like different shoot styles for for the for the main blaster thing and it's just to me it's difficult because um like the enemies are very different they're not they're not normal like it's not normal metroid enemy that's and there are some that are like that that are just like the little little block, block crawlers that just kind of go around the blocks right but then there's other guys that are like these zombies that will just charge at you. And if you try to jump away at them, they'll probably jump with you and take you as well. So it's I don't know if it's something that I haven't come across yet or maybe there's a weapon that I missed or an item that I missed that might help me out. But it's it's difficult. Uh, the other cool thing is that there's a lot once you start playing through the game, you start seeing a lot of these glitches and you're like, I don't. What's the, I mean, this is made for PS4. It looks like a like an NES game or yeah. a Super Nintendo game. But eventually you get this game or this item, and it's not very late in the game, that, like, decrypts these blocks. 
and it'll open up new pathways That's or start cool. making blocks yeah. for it. It's really, really, really interesting. So I'm interested to see where it goes. I also picked up what I think was some kind of lore item that uh, is in a different language. So looking forward to So clearly finding you're intrigued. The, you want to keep playing. It has a lot of elements that, that really... It's cool. it's it feels like it's got a little bit of fez in it with the whole language thing so far, which I wasn't expecting out of it. So, cool. Uh, yeah, and then other than that, I did some Grand Theft Auto Online, which yeah. I can some. start. I will start talking about and then pass to Gojo. Okay. But uh, we finally completed the bank heist after uh, multiple prison try- break. Pr- prison, prison break. break excuse yeah. me, the prison break heist. Um, <laughs> after multiple tries, where we basically beat it and then uh i got too excited and nick was like oh man this is gonna be like higher ground when we jump out of the plane at the end so or like like the mighty Morphin power rangers when we jump out of the plane at the end so you gotta put on (laughs) higher ground so i did and i handed up real loud and unfortunately one of the members of our party did not know how to use a parachute very well (laughs) and uh do you want to call her out (laughs) she knows who she is yeah and she felt very bad about it (laughs) like she was like sick to her stomach for days for shame yeah does she listen to the podcast i I don't know if probably not we're gonna make her do it now yeah yeah i know she listens to national audience she listens to to film nerds so she may not hear this but anyway so she she face planted into a rock and uh, we lost, <laughs> we lost the mission. And then we tried it one more time, and Nick got screwed over by a cop car that just appeared out of nowhere. Uh, and then we finally actually pulled it off, and it felt really easy that time through. I think all of us were like, well, we're getting the hang of this now, so it's it's easier. But, nice. Yeah, so that's been my experience with Grand Theft Auto Online. But I hear somebody else here has been playing quite playing a bit of it. Playing the living hell out of the game? Yeah. 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 Um, for... I don't. I don't really even know why anymore. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's one of those things. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot of GTA Online. Uh, and I wanted to say some more things about the heists because um, we covered those last week. Yep. If you weren't listening last week, go back and listen to last week. It's a few weeks ago. Well, yeah. Last last, last, episode. last episode. Yeah. I time. Who gives a shit? If we um, only if we only had like the amount of time to invest in <laughs> games to put out an episode every week. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I like Alex said, we beat the prison break uh, with a different group of people. I beat the next one, which you raid this lab uh, called the Humane Labs raid. Um, you steal monkeys? I don't know what we stole. Actually, I was in the helicopter. <laughs> so, um, but this was not his job to know, Brian. No, I'm j- I just point A to point B. That's my job. Yep. Um, but uh, it was interesting because the first half of the the setups we did without headsets because it was i just joined a random one because i needed money okay um and every single one was just just an absolute shit show pretty much because we weren't talking to each (laughs) other nobody knew what anybody was doing was anyone at Um, least pointing no no there was this one where we had to steal a helicopter and um at first everybody got in it and we took off and i wasn't flying which was the first problem because i'm was anybody flying yeah somebody (laughs) was and he sucked uh, <laughs> no offense, but he wasn't great, and uh, we could, and we get you immediately get sick by choppers, and they 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 shot us down. Yeah, so and then tried it time and time again, and finally, I'm like, you know, what, fuck it, I'm getting in the pilot seat. Took over, and I managed to actually stay alive long enough. And the the other guys had like bailed, and they parachuted down, and they just <laughs> shot down the choppers as I was evading them. I'm like, oh hey, that worked out <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, the a lot of the things I said about the heists last episode, not last week. Um, Thank you. Pretty much hold true, um, but I was thinking some of the ways they could, um, some of the ways they could 
tweak them in the future. Okay. Um, so like, like Alex was saying, we failed that one heist because we had beaten it. We had beaten the heist, but somebody died parachuting out of the plane. Why did we fail? We didn't fail. We did exactly what we needed to do. Now it's just, okay, cops are officers. We just need to fly back into the city. We didn't fail the heist. Right. Somebody just died. What if – so if – I wish if people died in the mission, uh, you had to work money. around that. Either, yeah. either, yeah, I mean, they not getting money would be a little out. harsh, but yeah. Yeah, I'd be for that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like if somebody dies, give us the chance to work around that because that's when it really gets fun is when – Things get crazy and and the plan goes to shit and you're like you got to right. improvise and you got to come up with stuff. That's like every um, Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, so yeah, say the guy who was flying the plane he dies or something, but the plane is still intact. So it's like, oh, uh, somebody else hop in the plane. I don't know how to fly, and you're like, and you're like telling them how to fly over the headset or something. And yeah, that would be yeah. so. So yeah, they need to they need to fix that. The if one person dies, it's all over because that's just lame, right? Because um, for the the prison break heist. Um, two people break into the prison, but once you're in the prison, you only need one person, really. Pretty much, yeah. Um, just to get the guy and get out, uh, and then so yeah, it, just a little more flexibility with that would be cool. Um, even if there's yeah this like ornate plan or whatever, if as long as just any deviation sets you back to the beginning of the heist, and it's incredibly frustrating because if just one little thing goes wrong, then you you know you're playing this game for hours just trying to do one mission and it's right. it, it's not fun. Yeah. Um so if they could improve on that also shorten the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Dear god, I don't know Can't why I have to them l- after no. the first time. Well, maybe if you're playing with like everybody who's played it, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I think if you're the leader and you've beaten that section, possibly, you can skip yeah. through it but, or you've done it once before, you yeah. can skip through it. But, but I don't know why why they made them that long. I don't need to know why I need to listen to Lester talking about a heist like it's his first sexual uh, confrontation. Uh, <laughs> does, he, does he do that before every heist? Just the first one. Just the tutorial. Maybe, maybe the ones later he talks yeah, okay. about sexual confrontations. Nobody, know. nobody that knows, that was an expert callback to our It Follows review, so please go back and listen to I do listen to, to the Midwest Film Nurse podcast, as should you. Um, well done, sir. Yeah, there you go. Also, uh, really cool things about the heist update. Not so much the heists themselves, but yeah, the heists themselves. Some of the vehicles are really sweet. And I, why I've been playing so long is because I wanted to unlock three in particular. There's the Hydra Jet, which is a Harrier, if you're familiar with okay. yep. jets. Uh, it, can, it's a, it can hover and fly like a helicopter, but it can also take off like a jet. So badass. Um, <laughs> the Valkyrie, which is one of those Vietnam choppers that you see in all the Vietnam shit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's got, it's got miniguns on the side and an explosive machine gun that the Whoa, co-pilot can operate. Nice. It's, a, it's amazing. It's yeah. got a glass jaw, though. I mean, like two pistol rounds will take it down, but yeah. it's pretty sweet. <laughs> and the, uh, the Savage, which is uh, a Hind D. A Hind D? Uh, a Hind D, um, which we talked about on the oh, last God. episode. Yeah. More Metal, Metal Gear, Gear reference. Um, <laughs> and that's an even bigger beast because it's huge, and it's got an explosive machine gun, and it can fire rockets without cooldown, and it's amazing. I just destroy everything with it. Um, and all those three together cost... Uh, almost eight million dollars. Do you have those? Yes, yes, <laughs> I do. And oh it was worth goodness. it. Do you remember what your total spend was 
off the top of your head? About sixteen million. Yeah, he spent, spent online. He spent sixteen million, and that doesn't include any because you spent twenty bucks to get something. Yeah, that right? doesn't include purchased funds. Yeah, to that's, make that, that's just earned eight million. Spent. Did you actually earn it, or did you? Purchase I earned some money? the first two vehicles, so that was three million and two point eight. So I earned almost six million for those, and then I'm like, fuck it, I'm not, I'm not doing it. So then I bought <laughs> another card which was a little short of the 1.9 I needed for the Savage, and then I just kept grinding a little bit <laughs> that's more. That's just like, insane. Yeah, yeah so, um, <laughs> so that that's GTA Online. Won't talk about that anymore. Um, <laughs> started playing Metal Gear Solid 3 for my Metal Gear Solid retrospective. Right um, when this was coming out, I didn't even get it on launch day, which is a huge thing for me because Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 were just like my, uh, changed the world for me. Right. Um, but I'd been playing Metal Gear Solid 2 just over and over and over again to the point where I was kind of a little jaded with it. I was, and Metal Gear Solid 3 was coming out, and nothing about it was really screaming to me. And I'm like, okay, I'll pick it up someday. So like, I picked up like a week afterwards, and I just mowed through it because it's, it's amazing. It's so fucking good. Um, it's, it's one of the best all around. Like Metal Gear Solid 2 and 4 are amazing gameplay-wise, but they have the most glaring flaws. Three doesn't really have any glaring flaws. Um, it's got it takes this its core concept and it does it really well. And then there's so many different things you could do with a game. Like you can um, for like just like killing guys. Uh, for instance, you can shoot them or you can sneak up on them. You can do it, CQC on them, CQC, interrogate them. Yeah. You can uh, you can blow up the ration storehouse leave the area, come back, and they're all really hungry. And if you, you can capture, like, a poison dart frog, throw it on the ground, and they'll eat it. Because they're like, oh, my God, it's food. And they'll eat this poison frog and die. That's awesome. It's so fucking cool. The attention to detail <laughs> with interacting with the world is amazing. I mean, yeah, you could shoot wasps' nests down on them. And they'll, they'll yeah. Um, so it's Far just, cry. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. So much about it is it's just probably the most perfectly crafted uh, entry in the series, um, and the boss fights are great. Um, it's all about well, the end. Half of the boss fights. It's all about the end. Oh, the end is the, the end. The end makes up for all of the bad boss fights oh in the Metal God, Gear yeah. series. Which the end is a character, not the end of the game. Yeah. For anybody who is lame and hasn't played Metal Gear Solid Three, <laughs> Nick. Um, and both of them. Well, <laughs> oh, I was totally yeah, thinking you meant the end of the game. God, you're on a video game podcast. Damn it! <laughs> Just never had a PlayStation. Listen, I, I played the first, you know, solid. One and two, and and they were fun, but they weren't. I don't know. I just couldn't get into them because it it just wasn't what I wanted out of games. I you're talking to a guy who at the time when those came out, all I cared about was Final Fantasy. Yeah, literally, like that that was what I wanted. But I bought those games because they looked great and they seemed really cool and like mm-hmm. they had good voice acting and blah blah blah. But yeah, that's yeah. just me. Um. So yeah, yeah. No, yourself three. Um, I'm gonna keep going because I'm gonna have nothing to say about Bloodborne. <laughs> so um. Uh, because I haven't been playing Bloodborne, I've decided I was going to play some other things that maybe nobody's talking about much. Uh, I played Marvel Heroes uh, 2015, which is an MMO on Steam, um, and probably just PC. Don't have to get it on Steam, I guess. I don't know. I don't know computers. Um, <laughs> but uh, if if you're like me, sorry, um, <laughs> life's, life's rough, and you know what? We're going to get through it. But uh, you... I always wanted a Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. I played X-Men Legends 
1 and 2, and then Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, and I love the hell out of them. This game is kind of a spiritual successor to those in, like, an MMO format. Okay. Um, it's, hmm. I mean, you get the most ridiculous cast of characters here, of playable characters. Uh, it's The game is free to play, but you have to buy your characters, so, you know, right. um, you can earn them, but, you know, you got to grind it. Uh, but there's 46. Uh, I'm going to go just, I'm just going to, Tear through it real quick. Black Panther, Black Widow, Cable, Captain America, Colossus, Cyclops, Daredevil, Deadpool, Doctor Strange, Emma Frost, Gambit, Ghost Rider, Hawkeye, Hulk, Human Torch, Invisible uh, Invisible Woman, Iceman, Iron Man, Jean Grey, Juggernaut, Loki, Luke Cage, Magneto, Moon Knight, Mr. Fantastic, Mrs. Marvel, Nightcrawler, Nova, Psylocke, Punisher, Rocket Raccoon, Rogue, Scarlet Witch, She-Hulk, Silver Surfer, Spider-Man, Squirrel Girl, Star-Lord, Storm, Taskmaster, Thing, Thor, Venom, Winter Soldier, Wolverine, X-23. That's... That's insane. <laughs> wow. That's fucking insane. That's a lot of characters. That's a lot of characters. And I've got maybe a third of those, and I only paid for like three. Um, right so on. I just, you can earn, um, they're called Eternity Splinters. Uh, and once you get a certain amount, you can buy like a random hero unlock, or you right. can keep saving up for a particular one. Um, and it's it's really cool. Um, the, there's, so can I ask you a question yes. about it? Does it play more like uh, like a Diablo style sort of thing, or is yeah? So it's more like like uh, Ultimate Alliance was, and it's kind yeah, of gaunt, gauntlet ish, or is it more MMO grind like? It's it's kind of a it it plays like more like an MMO, but okay. Uh, I mean, like UI type, it's more the the interface is, is very MMO, but as far as actual gameplay, it's pretty much like Marvel Legends or Can, Marvel yeah Ultimate Alliance okay. um it's the problem is uh everybody in the game really feels appropriately they feel as powerful as they should um that's and cool. if you're wondering why that's a problem the game is not hard at all <laughs> N- there was no t- no point in this game was I ever really challenged until like one of the last two bosses i yeah. mostly played solo if i had played with somebody else it those wouldn't have even been hard um because Basically, I get swarmed by like ten guys, and I was just like, "I'm Hulk," so I just leap into the middle of them, kill them all instantly, and they all go <laughs> flying across the screen, which is hilarious. Um, so it's not very hard. So I mean, I, I played through it with Hulk and Silver Surfer, and then I kind of dabbled in some of the other characters I unlocked. And I, uh, without, I mean, without any kind of challenge to it, it does get like no challenge whatsoever. It gets very monotonous. But yeah. I mean, with, if you were playing with people, maybe that would mitigate it somewhat, but it would also make it much easier. No, that's cool. um, and they're constantly releasing new characters, too. Like, that's the list currently was, uh, that's like double to triple what they had at launch. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, I tried to play Dark Souls 2, played about two hours. And ran and, whimpering? No, I, at some point I was just like, what am I doing? Why am I playing this? <laughs> Um, I actually, I'm like, okay, if you're going to keep playing this, why? And the game did not give me a reason, honestly. Um, it was hard. Yeah. But if it, I mean, I could keep going if like the game was fun or the world was interesting or there was like an interesting story. And at the point I stopped, none of that was true. Um, I felt no actual reason the game, the game was not pulling me in. It was actively, it was just. <laughs> like throwing up the ray pans, like no, stop, don't play, and then it kicked me in the nuts several times. Right. I'm like I just want to play. 
Uh, and I look like the creepy guy coming out of the white rape van. Just, I want to play with your dark souls. And it's, yeah, it was screaming for its father or something. It's right. beat me over the head with a two-handed axe. So I'm like, I just I don't know. like this analogy at all. <laughs> I just, I'm trying to make I just you want, as un- I just to want to put that on record. <laughs> I wanted this to be an uncomfortable analogy so you can know how I would feel about Dark Souls okay. 2. Okay, it's um, justified then, yeah. I suppose. Uh, so I stopped. I stopped playing, and I decided to play something else instead, which was a $5 Steam quasi-game or tech demo called Receiver. I don't know if any of you guys have played it, um, but nope. it's like $5, and it's the most. it was made in one of those like 24-hour game jams or something. Okay. Mm. And it's basically, it is a game where you can control every single aspect of your gun, like everything. Like, um, there's a key for pulling the gun out, a separate key for pulling the gun out, for putting it back in your holster, for pulling the slide back, for pulling the hammer back, for pulling the trigger, for putting shells into the magazine, for putting the magazine in the gun. So to reload, you have to do, like... You're doing... You have to you do, like, like You're typing out keys. a crazy-ass yeah. button combination. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's, at, like, at first, it was, like... I was intrigued enough, and I, I like guns, so I'm like, this is this is cool, I'll try it out. And it was really frustrating at first, because, I mean, I would like I would try to be, like, pulling the hammer back, but instead the, the magazine just drops out of the gun. I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> what? Is there a separate and, button to pick it up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, it, it took me about an hour, but but now I can, I can reload, like, every gun just from memory, um, Pretty well. If it's right like on. active combat, I'm like, no, I have to. I have to go to a dark corner, and I have to. And yeah, um, but it's really cool. If you, I mean, if you like, if you like guns, just not like you know, you don't want to shoot up your school or anything. But I mean, if you just like guns, it's really cool. Uh, go in another dark place with this. This are is. You, just, are this are is you just okay? <laughs> are you? <laughs> <laughs> like, for I'll, real, I'll, like, I'll be fine once I get the medicine. I think you've played too much Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's probably it. Oh, is this is, is, does does this game have anything to do with that 4chan gun thing that I put in the Drew text? The other <laughs> that day? was no, awesome. No, 4chan does guns. That was amazing. That was amazing. Okay, yeah. but um, and it's it's really bare bones though. I mean, this is a five dollar game, right? Yeah. And um, the only enemies in the game are like stationary turrets that are rotating. But the really cool thing is you have to – there are specific points on the turret. You have to shoot it to disable it. Like if you shoot the motor, it'll it'll stop rotating. Or if you shoot the camera, it's going to keep going, but it can't see you, so it can't shoot you. Right. Um, or you can shoot like the actual power source, and it kills the thing completely. So, so it's really just a game that was made to develop mechanics for other games in a way. Yes, except they're probably never going to put it in another game. But that's, I mean that's, – That's game jams for you. Yeah, but. and it's – and there's also a f- hovering drone that uh, will flies it, it flies right in your face right. and tases you. Um, it also has weak points, but I don't know what they are because I just <laughs> die instantly because it's just like beep zoom, right at my face <laughs> and just bashes into me and kills me. Um, frustrating but terrifying. And it's it's another ga- it's another game that's very hard, but I just keep playing it because like the mechanics are fun, right and. It, I get something out of it, which is not true with Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> and other, I'm just, uh, uncomfortable analogy number three. I don't know. I can't think of anything. I'll come up with something. Don't worry. Right on. Uh, that's it. That's all. 
That's cool. Uh, I mean, I, obviously, I played Bloodborne because that's what we're talking about. But in between my levels of risen frustration and uh, you know calmness, I also played Pool Nation FX, which was free on Xbox Live. And uh, <laughs> we're all laughing. <laughs> it sounds because, relaxing because Brian farted. Yeah. <laughs> that's not why we're laughing. And we're children. <laughs> Uh, I also played uh, Pure Hold'em, which is in beta testing on Xbox Live as well, and Child of Light, which was a free game this mm-hmm. month. Uh, Neverwinter came out, which is cool. If you played Neverwinter on PC when they first released it, it's a free MMORPG. It's okay. It's uh, frame rate issues galore right now, <laughs> so they're fixing that up. Uh, I also picked up Evolve, and it is boring as shit. To play that game by yourself, yeah, it is seriously boring. I like. I wish I had more people that had it so we could play it because it seems like it could be really cool. Because they kind of force you, it, like you you get to choose your like. If you go online, you get to choose which uh, class is your favorite. Like you rate them in in rate in uh, <clears throat> respect to your preference. So if you can't get your first pick, they'll find you a game that you can be your second pick. Blah blah blah. Okay, that's cool. So on and so forth, and um. It looks like it would be sweet, and playing as the monster seems like it would be really fun just to tear shit up and kill people that, you know, if especially if you're playing with a bunch of friends and mm-hmm. you want to just make everyone angry, it would be a lot of fun, <laughs> um, but is, playing it, by yourself sucks. Is there a hacker mode? There is no hacker mode. Okay, no, no deal. Yeah, no, I figured as much. Um, <laughs> but that's, I mean, I didn't play enough of Child of Light to really say much of, about it other than I think the art style is gorgeous, Yeah, and I hope, like, I mean... You see a lot of 2D games coming out now, side scrollers that are similar, like cell shaded, whatever you want to call that kind of animation. It's pretty cool. Um, well, that's the that's Ubisoft has an engine called the UbiArt, which is what yeah. they've made the last two Rayman games on, and they did Child of Light and they did Valiant Hearts. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Ubisoft makes games that are not Assassin's Creed or Far Cry. Yeah, I know, right? And, yeah. and you don't have to climb what? towers to unlock the map. I don't yeah. believe you. Bullshit. And I think I think these are the games that are actually good. Like the, <laughs> yeah. the Rayman well, games. So I I hope Assassin's I want to spend more time with things. with Child of Light because it it again it looks gorgeous and the story seems pretty cool thus far. Um, I really haven't like I said I haven't played much, but I hope to play more. Pure Hold'em in beta, it's cool if you like Texas Hold'em. It's your basic online eight player Texas Hold'em game. And uh, Pool Nation FX is a <laughs> you're playing billiards like yeah it was I literally I was so mad at Evolve that I downloaded Pool Pool Nation FX and I Did was you, like I'm gonna Rockstar's table I'm gonna tennis? play this instead were you so mad at Evolve that. or Bloodborne yes both Did you, I was mad because I wasted money on Evolve and I'm I was mad at Bloodborne because that game makes me furious did, it, did the pool game harken you back to when Dad would rent Side Pocket and play it on the Genesis oh God, for side hours pocket. <laughs> that and Need for Speed. <laughs> Side packet, Need for oh, Speed, man. and then uh, Dr. Mario were his jams. Dr. Woo-woo. Mario, yeah. So That's true. Anyway, so that's all I really have going on there. I wanted to say I do want to play Valiant Hearts. It was a free PS Plus game. Yeah, I downloaded it. So I'm just terrified to play it because I know it's a military-style game from like World War II. And I World know, War One, World War One, and I've I know, played part of it. I know you, you get a dog, and I expect that the dog dies at some point, and I'm just going to cry. So I'm probably not going to play the game. The game in general, like I've played about... I don't know, 20 minutes of it. It just sounds like it's going to be a very sad story. Yeah. So maybe when I need a good cry, I'll put it yeah. on. Yeah. Well, the music's well, maybe, very touching. Like that's too. hard to find. We could set honest. that one up as a review or something. <laughs> Who knows? We'll talk okay. about it. 
Um, other than that, I haven't been playing much, but I did read that, uh, I got an email, rather, that Elder Scrolls Online is kicking off a campaign to rally up some more players. They're offering a free-to-play weekend for anybody who beta-tested the game this current weekend that will be releasing this episode. Um, did you guys beta-test at all? Anybody other than Brian yes. and myself? Yes, I did. Nope. Okay, what did you think? Uh, Briefly. Uh, I don't like MMOs, uh, okay. but I love Elder Scrolls. This was more MMO than Elder Scrolls. So. Right on. So are you planning on buying ESO Tamriel Unlimited when it's released? I bought the... I bought... I bought. It was on sale at Target, so I bought just actual ESO. Okay. Um, and So when it goes free to... It's already it free to play then for you, isn't it? it like the subscriptions are now I gone? I guess. I okay. don't know. I haven't touched it since I bought it because I no. just need to have it for my collection. But uh, <laughs> I... See, Elder Scrolls and MMOs are at the exact opposite of the RPG spectrum from each other. Uh, so somehow having them combine those two and meet in the middle, I I never thought it could actually work, but I was willing to give it a shot. Yeah. And from the beta, I don't. I what little I played of it, it didn't really work. Okay. So have you played it all since you bought the game itself? No. Okay. Well, I mean, I I'm, I might pick it up. I don't know. I'm still kind of up in the air about it. I don't, Alex, you're not really an MMO guy, but. No, other, other than the game that shall not be named. Yeah, exactly. So the whole fantasy we're doing very well with Thank the you. the whole fantasy <laughs> thing. I don't know if that will necessarily strike my fancy. I'm I'm not. Well, I'm you not you like Skyrim, that. didn't you? I did like Skyrim, but it was kind of a fluke. Yeah, like I it, no. I like Skyrim because it's a really really good game. I there's fucking love Skyrim. Skyrim. I mean, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just normally not the kind of guy. You that sound ashamed up. about it. No. <laughs> It's not Fallout is the problem. Brian, do you plan on picking it up at all or no? Eh, maybe. Like I'm I'm curious to try more of it. I I played the beta enough to where I mean You got something out of it. You played it more than I did. I could barely log in when I beta tested it because the servers they were all just stress tests, you know, but yeah. Yeah, yeah if you get a little further in it starts to feel a little more like an Elder Scrolls game. Right on. It actually has like a story. Yeah, I might pick it up if I Voice do. Action. Maybe make like a Game Nerds Guild or something and see if we can get people to play with us. That'd be cool. Because we're children and have to make play dates. <laughs> the, uh, the one problem, the, the problem I was running into when I was when I was playing is because I was playing in like a public area and uh, I don't know if they're all public areas or what, but uh, I, I usually play a stealth character. So I'd be sneaking up on guys. I'm like, okay, I'm going to backstab this guy. Nope. Three guys with like dual-wielding axes just come in and just destroy him, and I'm just crouching there in shadows. I'm like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I would assume that at some point it gets yeah. to be, you, there will be instances where it's just you. or Well, yeah, I mean, if it's you, any but... MMO, there's going to be instances. And, yeah. and just, uh, you know, like uh, all, all of the the raids, you know, like you'll play a role mm-hmm. in the raid, just like yeah. everybody, everybody's character plays some kind of role in yeah. the raid. So I, I just think it was the wrong way to go for an online, for an online Elder Scrolls because, Oh, I would have just uh, liked to play Skyrim with my friends. That's yeah, all I wanted. You like, just, all you need to do is like, just tack on a, a, a join your friends game. Don't yeah. just don't even make anything. No frills. And don't tell them that just, you can yeah. join it and then hunt them, hunt your friends. <laughs> or, <laughs> Yeah, just... It, it, I don't know. I, would, they, I thought it'd be fun. I there was a demand think, for a multiplayer one, and I think they just went too far with it. Yeah. Maybe even, like, a smaller scale. Like, yeah, like maybe, like... GTA Online, yeah. where there's just, like, 16 people on a server or something. 
and they're the all size just, of Skyrim's yeah. world. Well, that's because they—that's the thing about Skyrim. They made the NPCs so interesting on their own. Like you don't really need a billion other like you know playable characters flying around doing it really, whatever. It really removes you from the immersion of the world, and yeah. that's that's what Elder Scrolls does so well. Yep. Is it immerses you? And I agree. Yeah, just when everybody's just sprinting to quest giver to quest giver to shop, and it just really takes you out of it. Yep. So, uh, what about Mortal Kombat? You guys picking it up or what? I just pre-ordered it today. <laughs> of course, of course, you did. Sounds like a guess. <laughs> I saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I with your to, free Goro yeah, download, I get to play as Goro, and I'm only paying like thirty dollars for it because of my Best Buy stuff. So that's nice. Nice. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I uh, I will say the marketing that they're doing for it, the commercial that I saw while watching, I believe it was uh, the lip sync battle TV mm. show that's on now. Yeah. Uh, the marketing for the game is awesome. They had it's all these people getting text messages that say "fight," and then like they're all raiding, like running towards the middle of the town where there's two people fighting, and you don't see who it is. And then they just start showing clips of the game. That's awesome, and it's rad. And they got System of a Down playing. I wish they would have picked <laughs> a different song or a different yeah. artist personally. Like maybe some Slayer would have been more appropriate. I don't know, but uh, Boss Gags, yeah, Betty so. Hill, Betty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, no I, I, I'm optimistic but i'm a little worried i'm worried what? that um it feels like they're <sighs> i don't know if i really have the words for it yet and i wish i would have thought about it a little more but mortal kombat 9 was perfect it's a perfect game and i feel like ed boon is going down this rabbit hole of dlc and locked content that i don't want him to go down like the challenge towers in, in, in Mortal Kombat 9 were great because you would just play through the challenge tower. And if you get to the end of it, then you get a stupid Melina skin where she shows more boobs than normal. Okay, fine. <laughs> Side boob skin. Exactly. Like, and, and so for these, for these challenge towers, which it sounds like they can update them and do dailies, like there's daily things you can do in Mortal, in right. Mortal Kombat. Gosh, if they keep sounds adding, like some other game. If they keep stop it. If they GTA keep online. adding, <laughs> if they keep adding things that like, oh, you do this and you unlock this thing. I'm just, I'm worried. I'm worried that it's going to be too much of a. I'm going to pay sixty dollars for this game, have more than three quarters <laughs> of it locked away, and then especially two, if you get the expansion. Yeah, and then it's three months from out. now, three months from now, they're going to be like, here you go, here's everything that came out in this game totally unlocked for $30, or, you know, it'll be more like right. 50 or whatever. Which, yeah, which is not exactly the same thing they did with it's the, the last, with Mortal Kombat and Injustice, but I mean, exactly. yeah, it's like, yeah, you can spend, I don't know, what was it, like 20, 30 bucks on Season Pass exactly. and get five characters, or you can you can wait another year, get the the complete edition, yeah. and uh, and you'll get it all for the same pace you Price you pay for the season pass, uh, and what the um, the initial like day one download thing, the whatever Fighters. premium edition or whatever. Oh, is that like you're getting like double the characters or something from? But you have to pay like, or I don't know how many you get, but you I get don't, a lot more I characters. Think, I think that, the right? max is that you're getting like four characters, but I haven't investigated completely. Okay. I, I know they're only doing like four DLC characters, but yeah, I just what a waste of money. That's the thing is that I never bought any of the DLC characters like for Mortal DLC Kombat 9. for fighting games. Like, give me a break. But man. it's extra characters. Is the a thing. couple extra characters for how much money? And originally, if you would have purchased this game for forty, fifty, sixty bucks in I don't know, like fifteen years ago, you would have had every fucking character in the game from the get go. Or, or 
those characters would have never come out. Or you punch in a code and you unlock them. But maybe not. That's the thing is that like because they know they can sell these for DLC, they'll get the money and the funding and the time to actually make the character. It's a, I, I just it's think a, the, the DLC. It's a snake eating its yeah, tail. It's, There's it's, you can't suss out that argument because it can go either way. But anyways. well, I can guarantee you never would have gotten Freddy Krueger in a Mortal Kombat game if it weren't for DLC. I still I don't care that Freddy Krueger's in a Mortal Kombat. Seems kind of dumb, honestly. I don't care well, that do they're play putting Mortal Kombat. I used to, and then it just became too much. Plus, I didn't really like the switch to 3D. It kind of bothered me. I liked how stupid and cheesy it was before. I don't know. That's just me, though. I think this one is still still 2.5D. It's 2D. There's there's no third dimension to the camera, but it's 3D graphics, which worked fantastically in the last one. So I'm excited for it. I'm worried, but we'll see. I'll I'll let you know next, next podcast. Right on. Uh, last bit of little things to talk about. Deus Ex Mankind Divided Yay. was announced with a pretty awesome looking trailer. I don't know if you guys caught that or not, but um, I think did most of us play Human Revolution? I played all three. Yeah, okay. me too. The first not. one's one of my favorite games yeah, of all time. Yeah, the first Deus Ex is amazing. I've not played any Deus Ex games. Right on. Um, you should. Pretty I sure did- I own... Human Revolution. I um, didn't even know they were doing another one, but yeah. I think that's pretty cool. the The trailer is pretty badass, and they bring Adam Jensen into it, and he seems like super cool. And is he playable character again? They didn't. That's the thing. Okay. Say. It was yeah. like it was like a full motion video kind of thing. Okay. Like it seems like um, he is the lead, the lead mm, character. But, but they made him out know. to be totally badass. And I just like from the look of the trailer, I'm hoping it's as cool as they make it out to be. So. I don't know how interested you guys are in that, but that's that's one of my favorite franchises. I right on might put that in the top five. Um, actually, the first Deus Ex I played after the second one, and I didn't like it as much. Uh, I, the second one is probably actually still my favorite. I know that's like the black sheep of the franchise, um, but God, I just love it. It it was so cool. I could I could throw basketballs at guys and knock them out. It was awesome. <laughs> right. um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> Trash but, uh, cans. Yeah, yeah, it is really cool. Um, no, that's one. Yeah, it's one of the best franchises as far as like player choice goes, and I love that. Right, they do it better than than most. So I, I yeah, I didn't know this was happening, and uh, now I'm very excited for that. Gojo's on board. I'm sold as long as the bosses are not farmed out to another company this time around. Well, they, oh, they fixed, they fixed that, that in the uh, director's yeah, cut, the director's right? Cut I haven't played that. through that version yet. And let me just say this right now: every game does indeed have a hacker mode. Well, exactly. Yeah. But so, the yeah. thing is, is that like <laughs> before the director's cut, if you were hacker mode guy, then you couldn't like. You had to learn how to shoot. I you had to learn <laughs> how to shoot. Screw that. Like, and I shouldn't have to wait like six months for the full game to come out. Says the guy buying Mortal Kombat. But as long, like, that's the thing that I think kind of put me off from really yeah. playing it. Honestly, right. there's no I way they're going to make that mistake. I again. didn't think the boss battles were that bad. Um, yeah. They were not that difficult, they, they but were they not, were annoying. They were not in the spirit of the rest of the game. That's that's um, the problem. Yeah. And honestly, I think the Deus Ex fan base is like just really strident, I guess, if I'm going to put it nicely. Uh, so any any deviation from that is like, no, fuck you! Um, so I think it got a little overblown. The boss ba- battles... <clears throat> excuse me. The boss <laughs> battles are not good. Yeah. Um, but they're not horrible either. They're so not enough to detract from the game no, too much. No. I mean, yeah, it was they're the still weakest part game. of the game. But I mean, once you get th- there's three. Yeah, there's three boss battles in the game, and it's a long game. Yeah, 
So I might go back and check it out, but I'll probably just buy this one when we end up reviewing it on the podcast. Right on. So Cool. Well, moving along then. We've got about 20 semi-odd minutes left here. Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. And uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> I haven't played it. There, I'm done. <laughs> right on. Well, I'll talk about it. I fucking love this game, and I hate it at the same time. I think Bloodborne is probably... It's probably the hardest game I've ever played, hands down. But I think it's also one of the most enjoyable because despite the fact that it's so difficult, I can't stop playing it. And that says something. And I know, Gojo, you talked about how Dark Souls 2 has this issue where you don't even know what the hell's going on in the story. I still have no clue what's going on in in, uh, in Bloodborne, but I'm hoping, it's one of those things where I'm hoping that like by playing through, and like it, it's one of those things, I feel like you're just kind of, they throw you to the wolves because they want you to kind of dig out the story. And I, and I like that. And uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. I like how gory it is. We put up a couple videos. We'll have to post those on the blog so people can check them out. But yep. um, any Alex, what are your thoughts? Uh, I find this game really fascinating. I think that's what my main attraction to it is. In what respect? It's just... Uh, the idea that people are loving a game because it doesn't hold your hand at all is really interesting to me. And I still feel like there would be a way to strike a good balance. Like, I hate the fact that I started this game and got my weapon but didn't pick up the gun at the same time. I somehow just missed the gun and couldn't start using it until I texted John and was like, where's the first gun? And then he's like, you get it at the same time as the, the weapon. And then right. I'm like, what? <laughs> So then I had to go back and, and go back and see it. So there's certain things I'm like, that's fine. If you don't tell me that the gun is a par- like it's a parry, like if the gun is supposed to be used to parry people, that's fine. Please give me the gun. <laughs> let me let me be able to test and figure out what it is. And and I think it's ridiculous that like our, our friend Rick was playing it and I like he didn't know how to run until he'd been playing for like six hours. <laughs> and like so okay. Sorry, Rick. I don't mean to interrupt, but like all of these things that you're bringing up are like they're in the hunter's dream area right off the bat. Exactly, everything. But there's like, but there's nothing that tells you. And and god damn, the markers themselves. Like you can just walk right past them without knowing they're even there <laughs> if you're not like looking at it with a damn magnifying glass. Like you know what? If you want to hide everything in a little pedestal that I need to walk up to do it, fine. Let me see it. Make it obvious. Make it stick out. Cool. That's fine. I'll sit there and read through the crap that I need to do in order to learn. How it to sounds to me like you're just used to having your hand held through video games. But here's the thing: if you're not, you're not going to hold my hand through the parts of the game that actually actually matter. Like I need to go and die out there three million times in order to become comfortable with just like running through that first area. Fine, and that's cool. Give me the tools to play the game well, that's in the first place. That's one of the benefits to this game, I think, is you can play it however the hell you want. If you want to keep running from shit, that's cool. But you're not going to be able to hold your own when you get to something you actually have to kill. And that's fine. But what I'm saying is I would like to know how, like, I would like to at least have all of the tools laid out for me to figure out how I want to play the game. So you want a tutorial instead of a bunch of notes on I the don't even. I don't even necessarily want a tutorial. I just fucking bring it up on the screen as I walk by those steps instead of making me press X. Which half the time when I press X on one of the stupid specters that's there, nothing fucking happens. What's the point? 
You have to hold it, I think. N- no. No? No. First world video game problems. Well, I'm, I've had are, all are there these third world video games? I, <laughs> well, I just mean in the sense that like... <laughs> yeah, they're still on you, the stick in the wheel, I think. You've been so privileged to have these tutorials and these notes okay. and everything just given to you right off the bat. And I've finally, been, a game comes along where they don't do that and you're all upset about it. I've like, been privileged to the idea of good game design. Like, okay, yeah. Like, I don't play. I don't want to <laughs> play fucking E.T. for the Atari because that game doesn't hold your hand. Is, it that, is that great? No. No, that game just sucks. Exactly. <laughs> But it's that's the thing is you, that I you're feel the one percent man you're the one percent I'm I'm not the one percent this there's a reason that this is like a like a like a cult of people that play Souls games it's because it's really really inaccessible it's why Gojo's put it down like that's fine I think this game could be appreciated for its mechanics right. I think it could be appreciated for learning how to attack different enemies and learning how to lure certain enemies and getting used to where the enemies are laid out in the world so that you can lure them away and not attract more. I think all of these things are great mechanics, but please, my God, let me know what tools are at my hands. Like, don't don't make me fight with my hand tied behind my back because I didn't step two feet over to the right and come across the okay. note that tells me something. I, I'm in agreement with you for the most part, and the only reason is because of the fact that when you do die... It takes fucking forever to reload because oh, the yeah. load times are just retarded long. Yeah, absolutely. and that bothers me. But other than that, I I'm down. I love this game. I think it's great. I know, and I that's the thing is that I think it's a very interesting and cool game, and I'm enjoying it, and I want to go back and play it. That doesn't mean that I can't have complaints about how it works. Got a bunch of sand in your vagina over it. I <laughs> I don't know I, what to say I, to that. I I don't necessarily think the non hand holding is is a virtue. Um, I mean, yeah, we've gotten to a point where, where, yeah, it's, you know, you're playing Final Fantasy 13 and they are literally guiding you through the entire game. I mean, that's one extreme, but, but does that mean that the other extreme is good because we're so used to that? I don't, I don't think so. I think if I have to, if, if I have to suss out every little detail of how to play the game, I'm not playing the game. But I guess that just kind of, I mean... I don't know. I'm the kind of person that when I play games like this, particularly, I do walk around and I click on everything and I'm trying to find the notes and I'm trying to see like what the hell I need to do and how to do it. Like I make it a point to do those things. Like obviously like you guys aren't doing that, which is fine. Like that's how you want to play. But like I feel the need to like find the notes and see what the hell's going on. And so did I. And then when I was actually... Apparently, I didn't fucking find them all. No, once, <laughs> once you actually get in the game and you're getting notes from other players, that's, that's useless to me because they're just dumb. Like when I found that They're great. not always useless. Like, no. No, there is when you run up to one and it says Glor- like glorious beast or some shit yeah, like that. And there's nothing. There's nothing there. Like, I get the point that they're trying to make it so it's you usually can... usually ahead. You can trick people or whatever. Like, that's fine. But That's, that's what's really fun to me because, like, the, the guy... When you're in that house that's in old Yarnum and that guy's in the wheelchair or whatever it says don't let the guy in the wheelchair you know you, you need to kill him and then there's another note that's like be kind to your elders you're like fuck if I kill this guy am I just destroying yeah. a quest line or am I not going to get an item because that happens in the exactly game. and that's I like I, I enjoy that and I find it interesting but... see I just I find it frustrating because like 
it, it's just, it's annoying because I click on all of those things. And so I got to the, like, I got so frustrated reading them and having not having them not give me any usable information that I just stopped reading them all together. You should downvote them all. I could. Yeah. Does that actually do anything? I know when you upvote them, it gives you like extra, it, it gives the person who put the note life. Yeah, it if heals they're playing them. at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. But if not, like what, does it do anything or no? If you I download no it, if you downvote it, then you know that it's bad. Then they die instantly. The next person who looks at it. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> The next person who looks at it knows that it's bad. Okay, you know, because I, like, I just, yeah, I don't, that that bothered me, but I don't know, Brian. What about you? Like, you you haven't really chimed in much on this well, one I've, yet. Yeah, I've, I haven't had a chance. Sorry, I like the game too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you um, you've probably played it more than Alex and I combined at this yeah. point. Probably, I can't say I've gotten a lot further, but I've definitely played it. <laughs> and you've never more. played a Souls game, but you've no, I have never played a Souls game, interested. but I've always wanted to play one. Yeah. And, uh, like, I had the Dark Souls Prepare to Die edition, I want to say, and it just didn't uh, work so well on the PC. It was kind of a shitty port. Yeah. I hear the second one was ported very well, but mm-hmm. I haven't checked it out yet. Well, that just came out on X-Bone and PS4. So yeah, yeah. I'll probably get the... I heard the X-Bone wanted, version but... has some frame rate issues, so I may pick up the PS4 one. But, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I mean, at first... I was like, what the hell? I don't think I can play this game. And I basically (laughs) put it down and I went and played something else. And then I kept thinking about it and I'm like, "Uh, it's got to be easier than this. So I went back and I played and and really, yeah, being observant and very observant and having patience, which is not one of my virtues, (laughs) is uh, very important though. I mean, yeah. Patience it's, is it, everything in that it game. It is hilarious to listen to him while he's playing <laughs> this game because the, the just the level of volume he achieves because he's not he's not a very loud spoken person, but he become like his four letter words come out in full volume in strings of four in letter strings. words. Oh yeah, it's, <laughs> oh god, it's hilarious, man. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. You bring up so you bring up patience. Like I think that's a huge aspect of this game, and, and that's a huge thing that like most people aren't used to. You're used to just running in and just destroying shit, unless you're playing stealthy characters, you know. Which this game allows you the opportunity to play stealthy if you want to, and have that patience. But you can just jump into shit and destroy things. It's a lot harder to do that. It's but, very difficult to take on more than two or three. Yeah, at least at a time. starting out. And when you get a couple levels in, like you can take a string of dudes, no problem. That sounded really weird. Um, I'm gonna ride that one out. Anyways, that sounded you're weird gonna too. Ride, you're gonna ride the string of dudes. out? I'm gonna ride the string of dudes out while I shove my fist up a pig's ass. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. That's one of my favorite things too is doing that execution on that pig. <laughs> Which I'll we'll have to post that video up yeah. on the on the blog too. But that's I think the the patience thing is huge in this game. And I think if you don't have the patience to go and dig around and find the clues or whatever you need to do in order to understand how to play the game, like then I can I can completely see why Gojo, with you and Dark Souls, you totally were just like, why am I even playing this? Like I get I understand why you feel that way if you choose to not really just immerse yourself in it. Well, see. With Dark Souls, I I played through the whole opening area. It's like I knew how to do all of the stuff, at least all the basic stuff. Yeah. Like I knew what the buttons did, but then there were items like, um, I don't know, Crown of Bajaji or something. And it's like it gives you this incredible description about what it is, but it doesn't tell you what it does. It doesn't even give you a hint at what it does. And I'm like, uh, so I have to use it. 
what if it's like vital and I need to use it at a certain point and I does use it, it now and I just find out what it does or I don't find out what it does. And there's like this whole page full of stats and I'm like, what the fuck do any of these mean? Well, it's I like, guess yeah. in, in the menu system, at least in Bloodborne, it tells you if an item is finite or unlimited use. So I would maybe look for that if it that tells was, Well, that wasn't in two. And there, there's um, also a like, what is this function for there is the like stats a help thing and it'll tell stats, you yeah. what everything I, does. I, I, I want to play the game. Is that so hard? I I I, I don't want to I don't want to read what uh, have you magic defense against lightning does. What RPG have you ever played that you didn't need to know or like actually read and figure out what things Skyrim. do? I I didn't need to read like through like eighty different stats. It's like I could play the game and it's like okay, my magic defense is going up if I equip this. And I, there's like eight gotcha. stats. This is like there was like ten times that. In okay, Dark Souls well, 2. all right. Um, I don't mean to interrupt, but no, no. Alex mentioned Skyrim as an example of RPGs you didn't have to read, blah, blah, blah. You do have to read a whole bunch of shit if you want to understand other aspects of the game. If you just want to run around and kill stuff, go right ahead. Well, but what do you have to read to understand other than the lore? Well, yeah. The lore explains a lot, and that's part of the beauty but of the, the game. But, but the lore does not explain to you how to sneak. The lore doesn't explain to you how to use heavy armor properly. Like The lore has nothing to do with the mechanics of the game. A, a, a good game will teach you how to play it. It doesn't force you to do it on your own. And I, I think that's what Bloodborne's doing, is it teaches you how to play the game. No, it drops but you, you in have the world to have and the it tells patience. you what the buttons do. It, you have to you have the to patience figure to figure it out. I don't it's does. like, okay, it's like your, your, your father is helping you learn how to walk. So he's like, he's like grabbing your hands and like you can, when you can walk on your own, he's like, okay, do it, do it. Bloodborne is like, no, you little shit. Use your legs. Walk, you bastard. That's what he. That's <laughs> well. That's I, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but when I if was a baby, like that's how I did father. it. Like I just well, got up go. and started walking. So that's why <laughs> so, this works for you. Yeah, that's why I like this game. Is because my dad loved me. You know, so I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I think my dad loves me. Okay, I will say one he thing that was actually useful in explaining things was the fucking manual. Which yes, it has a manual. <laughs> it does and it has a useful stuff in it. It tells you what. But in typical again, male fashion, reading a manual. Well, no, I mean, I, that's I actually, just no, not a foreign concept to me, reading a manual. Th- like, I had games a long time ago when I first started playing video games. There was no manual. No, <laughs> there were no buttons. Like, it, it like prompts to say, hey, press X to read this or whatever. No, it didn't tell you anything. And you had to play on a keyboard. So any button could do who knows what. <laughs> you had to figure out a hundred different buttons. You're just smashing know. the keyboard, but it was so still something fun. happens. I uh, and this game is far and away easier to figure out than that. I so. miss manuals with games, to be honest with Honestly, you, and that's something too. I don't get. When you buy the games in the box now, you don't get a manual. Wheels. That sucks. <laughs> I used to love looking at the art and shit in the books, and you don't get that anymore. Manuals that drives used to me be crazy. used to be like a work of art, and they didn't always have to tell you how to play the game. Yeah. They would tell you important side information, but. Um, but yeah, no, manuals are manuals are fucking awesome. I love manuals. Um, but yeah, no, I, I uh, one of the arguments that gets tossed around a lot with with particularly this these this line of games and then the harder games in general is the well, you know, back in the day, uh, all these old games they didn't they didn't tell you how to do the X, they didn't tell you how to do Y. Old games, if they came out now, they would suck. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We've come so far in game design that the fact that uh, I that I don't need a game to to, I, I don't need a game to tell me everything, but I need a game to help me learn how to play the game. 
That's it's simple. I felt it's like that. Bloodborne told me enough to get started. And yes, there I, were I agree. things that I didn't figure out, like the execution move John showed me after I'd played the game for several hours, didn't even know it existed. But it's not necessary. It's how just did, a different way of going about things. How did you figure that out? I just was hitting buttons, man. And you just figured out that you could charge it up and then R1 to do an execution. Yeah, and then I I did it once and I was like, whoa, holy shit, how did I do that? And then I tried to replicate it. Like, it's trial and error. Like, that's what this game is all about. It's trial and error. To figure out that jump move. (laughs) Yeah, how to jump? Fuck, that took me forever to figure out how to jump. Literally two weeks. But it's also not necessary. Right. You you can play the game and have fun without knowing that. You never need to jump. See, but here's the thing. It just gives you another approach. I play Spelunky, which is trial and error. But I know that I can press X and throw a bomb, and I'm given four bombs at the beginning, and I know that I can hit Y and throw a rope, and that it will allow me to climb up. Because you and then did I the know game tell can... you that from the get-go? Did it tell you this information, like, right off the bat, or what? I mean, yeah. Or how through, else did you, you learn how to... You tutorial, yeah. Right, you had to go through a tutorial. This game has no tutorial. Too fucking bad. I'm... All right. That's all I'm saying. That's the, fine. Okay. And, and that's... That's why, like this. That's why I. The beauty of this game is it's so punishing, and it's so punishing. But when you finally accomplish shit, you feel so accomplished. Look at the video of you fighting the first boss in the game. The sound that comes out of you after it's you great. beat the boss is so gratifying to me as a viewer because I know what you've been through and how you feel at that very moment. Because I went through the same shit and I felt just as good as you did, and I think that's great. But none of that satisfaction that I got. Has anything to do with the fact that they didn't tell me that I could go and pick up a gun to the right of me? You just That's didn't. not you're you're convoluting my problem with the game with whether or not the game is good and with whether or not the the game has anything of worth in it. The real beauty in this game to me is figuring things out like, oh, this is how this enemy moves, this is how this weapon behaves. Those are the things that I like. I loved learning the fact that I'm like, there's no point in me holding on to these 600 souls right now when I'm fighting to find blood vials. I should just go and spend this and not lose it when I accidentally go too far and get killed by multiple things. Those are the things that I want to learn. I want to learn by playing the game just out of trial and error because I keep dying further and further along and I just lose 6,000 blood echoes because I just fucked up really bad. Fine. It's punishing. It hurts, but it's awesome. Give me the fucking gun I'm supposed to start with. They did. They didn't. They did. You they just didn't. didn't get it. You didn't pick it up. It was there. It exactly. Was, it was take tell your me time. it was there, please. It was handed to you. It was not handed to me. It was. I I if I wish I fucking recorded everything I did in this game <laughs> because I walked around the stupid fucking hero's dream for for like 30 minutes looking at every little fucking note and I didn't get that goddamn gun. There's a lot of F-bombs in this episode. Yeah, there is. Probably while you're playing, too. I, I That seems to be the... What we've really learned is Bloodborne is really good at making people angry. <laughs> Even in just a discussion setting. Yes. God. I I just... I love this game. Everything about it. I, I must say, like... Let's talk about some of the other things that have keep well, going okay. on. Here's, here's one of no, the I'd things that didn't give you a things, gun. I'd love to talk about the things that I like about this game. Yeah, but okay. we don't have of, the time for here's that. Here's probably the biggest problem I had with Dark Souls Two was everything. The controls felt really sluggish to me. Um, <clears throat> if you expect me to perform like really well, uh, give me a character that actually controls with some sort of uh, responsiveness or speed. Uh, 
and it, it was yeah, that was really the hardest part was figuring out exactly how slow I am uh, for me. That's why I'm like, eh, just why am I playing this? Fuck it. Right, uh, but that's uh, that's another mechanic of the game that I think um, they're they're matching you well with the enemies because the enemies have similar patterns and similar sluggishness. Some of them have quick attacks, and you too, mm-hmm. as players, have like a quick attack, but like it's not as powerful. Blah blah blah. But it gives you you get the opportunity to like sit there and figure out the pattern of the enemies, and they can like they respond to you as well. So as slow as you're being, if they like they'll they'll get you if you're slow, hands down. And that's something you need to learn is how to deal with the slowness, the sluggishness of the controls because it's the same in Bloodborne as it is in Dark Souls. Eh, it's there's Bloodborne's it, a faster game though. You can yeah. roll and dodge <laughs> and stuff, which is. I mean, maybe that's part of the Souls games. It is, but you can can roll like twice, and then your fatigue is gone. Oh no! Yeah, you can roll. No, I can't. Yeah, pretty much constantly in Um, Bloodborne. Okay, so as as a comparison here, in like the two weeks that you've been pounding through this game, and you haven't gotten past like the second boss. I'm on the. I'm past the fourth boss. Brian's way further than we are. All right. I bought eight million dollars worth of fucking awesome vehicles in GTA Online. And I'm enjoying the hell out of them. But I got more gameplay out of it. So that's the thing to me. It's like, do I want to just, do I want to suffer through a little bit of game? Or do I want to excel at something else? Maybe I like that punishment. Well, yeah, I don't know. No, I Clearly, I'm yeah. enjoying it enough. I, it's and not that's bothering really all me. That matters, yeah. Honestly, like when I, I say honestly a lot. I just <laughs> realized this the other day when I was listening honestly. to the podcast. Mark Anyways. pointed that out, too. <laughs> Anyways, um, what I was telling John the other day when he kept doing the same thing over and over again and failing, that there are other paths to take. There yes. are other things to try to go and accomplish. And he finally did. You did do that, right? Yep. You went and did something else. The game is not linear. There are lots of different paths within a level. The level design is great. Like There are so many hidden paths to get different places. And there's always a shortcut from the checkpoint like the closest checkpoint to the boss, there's always a shortcut that will take you to the boss and you don't have to fight a single enemy if you're careful about it or quick about it. It's, it's great. They thought about this stuff, <laughs> and I think that that's amazing. No, I I, I would never... Uh, with with the people I know who like this game, I would never... I would never suggest that it's not good. I never and thought I, I would like it, this game. What I've what I've seen of it, it's like I can tell it's a very expertly crafted game. This it is not at all my cup of tea, though. So that's I think. I mean, and I that's I never how all thought, games are. I never yeah. thought that was my cup of. I never thought it would be my cup of tea, but I've I've gotten to points of it that I enjoy very much. Yeah, I, I mean, it's there are things going through and discovering how to play this game is a lot of fun. I find fun in it. I don't think everybody will. The the setting, the atmosphere, the sound effects are bone chilling. I mean, yeah. that that's what throws me off more than anything when I'm fighting a boss. I lose my cool quick because of all the shrieking and yeah. madness going on. But that's part of the game design. And yeah, it's very enjoyable. Honestly, and super frustrating. <laughs> no, I mean, and and I like I I definitely enjoy going through and finding shortcuts to places that open up before and I get really excited I'm like oh now I don't have to fight all of these things if I want to get over to this area like that to me is really interesting 
the bosses, I wish I'd faced more of the bosses because I feel like it would be cool to try. Like, there's a way to figure out the tick for all of them. You know, you can get, like, a critical hit on the first guy if yeah. you shoot him in the face twice. Then you do a, a Most bang. of them have an item that can be used against them very effectively, too. But I found that out after I beat a couple of the enemies. Yeah. See, I just like running in and beating the shit out of them. Granted, that's not necessarily the way to play, but it works out if you do it right. Not with the bosses. No. Well, I mean, that's how I beat the first two was doing it that way. You know, you find tricks. Yeah, but it's still like, I mean, ultimately, I, I just button mash, but well, I still I'm, find it fun. There's strategy to how you maneuver yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the, most important. And paying attention the to the maneuvers of the bosses and the other enemies, hit. like knowing their movements, I mean, is a huge aspect of the game. I understand your frustration. I'm just saying that w- with patience, you will figure it out. It will. It will come. That's cool and all. My biggest shortcoming. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you put this whole system of pairing in the game, but I can miss it just because I like miss the hitbox of the stupid note by like. See, and originally, an inch. I thought maybe you had rolled a character that didn't have the ability to have a gun right off and the bat, which fine, is probably entirely possible. If if that was it. Cool. I understand it. Like that's I like, think Brian's dying. We should probably yeah. He's going to he's going to shit himself, I believe is what he mouthed to me earlier. Like I I just I understand if <laughs> if it's the way my character's rolled then I can't use a gun. Okay. I mean that sucks because you don't get any indication of like you need this amount of thing to use the first guns in the game, which I don't think it's necessarily possible for you to do unless you do like the naked guy. Like, right. if you do the naked guy, then you probably don't have skills high enough to use any of the weapons. All right. But, like, it just feels like, like I wish that, I feel like parrying can be one of the main mechanics of the game. And you can also p- completely play the game without doing any parrying. Yeah, I didn't really get into it until halfway. Brian's not very good at it. so Exactly. I'm much better at it now. So, it's one of those things that, yeah, it's not a necessary part of the game, but I just think it's kind of ridiculous that i can walk like i don't need a tutorial i don't need to know i don't need the enemy to flash when i have the ability to shoot him and parry right i don't need to learn the patterns through like oh this is your first time facing this guy so this is how he moves i don't need to know those things those aren't things that i that i necessarily need to know in order to enjoy the game but to me it's more than frustrating that you have the ability to walk by something that can be so fundamental in the beginning. It's just, to me, it's poor game design. I, I that get I what can... you're saying because it's it's like you said before. I, I don't remember which episode it was we were talking about it, but my my way of playing RPGs is if I missed something in an RPG, exactly. I would completely start over. Not to mention, which, I'm looking... It, for instance, if I were you in the situation where I didn't find the gun, I probably would have re-rolled a new character. I was about to do that. I was totally about to do that. But... The other thing is bowing out of this discussion. I'm looking forward. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the point, like seven hours down in this game, where I try to go and fight a boss, and I find out that it's utterly impossible for me to beat the game because of the way that my characters are rolled. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Right, he's bowling out of this. Bowling out. <laughs> <laughs> Audience at home, I think you know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I mean, I, we we we'll, we'll let that pun signal the end of the uh, the conversation. I ultimately, you enjoyed the game. You're still enjoying. Enjoying it, right? I, I enjoy the game. I'm two percent of the way through it, so I could there. I you could, actually know a percentage? No, I have no. Just, 
I'm saying two percent because I, I feel like I've played it for I, thirty hours and I haven't gotten. I had been near playing for like forty five hours at least, and one of my friends online was like, "Hey, dude, can you help me do this one thing?" And I literally messaged him back and was like, "I have no fucking clue what I'm doing." Still, Game better not tell you what percentage you. And he's like, Hold he goes through that. Jeez. His response was, <laughs> he was like, "So this is your first Souls game." <laughs> like, that yeah. was what he said to me, and I was like, "Yeah, fair enough, man." But anyways, I I. I love it. I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I want to keep playing it. That's what it boils down to. I'm sure we'll we'll talk about it some more in, in next because we're gonna keep yeah. Oh, playing, I'm gonna so. keep playing it for sure because I'm nowhere near with being done with it. I've only killed two bosses and yeah. God only knows how much longer I have to go. Anyways, uh, I want to thank the Midwest Film Nerds for joining us today. Brian and I had the pleasure of joining Alex for the MFN podcast Better Call Saul bonus episode earlier this week that we recorded. When are you expecting to release that? It should be out very soon to when this episode is out. So if this episode is up, it's probably out now or it might be up like a day later. Right on. And uh, be sure to check out the Film Nerds latest review of Furious 7, which along with all of our previous Game Nerds episodes are available on both iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Also, the Midwest Nerds Network is now an Amazon affiliate. Alex, do you have any more information on that? Yeah, so if you go to Amazon. Uh, midwestpodcastnetwork.com then a small percentage of your order will come to us it's not any extra charge to you it's just uh, with a certain amount of orders that we get we will take a certain amount of that order and uh, Amazon gives it to you Amazon gives it to us and helps us do cool shit we can turn it back onto the Midwest Podcast Network well at the moment it's more like let's buy uh, some games shit at the moment we've had somebody buy like probably uh, almost uh, like a hundred dollars worth of stuff because we're getting about four percent right, right now, and we get four dollars back. That might not seem like much, but that means that I don't have to pay the four dollars to host all of these podcast episodes this month. Right. So as soon as we start to offset that, and maybe offset the movies that the film nerds go to or the games that the game nerds buy, then we can start putting this money into growing the network and doing things bigger and better. So that sounds good to me. Again, it's Amazon Midwest Podcast Podcast Network dot com. For all of your Amazon purchases, you can help us keep doing these cool things that we do that you like to listen to. Uh, that being said, again, if uh, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, or even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at themidwestgamenerds at gmail.com or also via Twitter at MGN Podcast. Uh, that being said, this is the end of the episode, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Please keep listening along. Do check out the film nerds, and uh, hope to have you back next time. Thanks so much. Peace.